0: Welcome to the sermons of Our Savior Lutheran Church in Fort Capel, Saskatchewan. We pray that this may be a blessing to you, and God's word would dwell richly within your heart. Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Today, as we gathered here in darkness, with the setting of the sun, we have now watched and waited for the day to begin, for the day to dawn. Now, as the sun has set, we are, according to the old Hebrew way of keeping time, at the beginning of the third day. The Sabbath has ended, and the first day of the week has begun, and not only the first day of the week, but the first day of the new creation. For we celebrate and remember now the glorious resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. There are many beautiful and wonderful paintings of the resurrection. Maybe you have seen one or two or many of them. Very often they depict our Lord bursting from the tomb, the doors flung open as he steps out victorious clothed in a bright, shining raiment, holding a flag depicting the cross, the symbol of our salvation. Light beams from him as from the transfiguration. Angels descend from heaven to worship him. The guards who were stationed at the tomb are dumbfounded, looking at him in fear as they realize their duty of watching a tomb was not so boring after all. One particular painting from an old altarpiece in uh, middle Europe somewhere is one of my favorite, which depicts the guards' card game abandoned in the middle of the ground, mid-play as they faint from the sight of Jesus stepping from the tomb. All of this makes sense. It's all there in the text. The earthquake, the angel descending from heaven, the stone rolled back out of the track so it sits flat— the guards shaking in fear, becoming like dead men, etc. Except one thing. Read all of the accounts of the resurrection, and there's one thing that you will not find. The account of the resurrection. Yes, we never actually hear of how that happened, what that looked like. We get depicted in the glorious, we depict this event in the glorious way that we do in paintings to show the meaning, to show what Christ has done, that he's broken the bonds of death and that the grave could not hold him. But the Gospels don't actually describe what happened. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week began to dawn, St. Matthew writes, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat on it. His countenance was like lightning, and his clothing as white as snow, and the guards shook for fear of him and became like dead men. But the angel answered and said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come, see the place where the Lord lay." And go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead, and indeed he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. The Lord Jesus had already risen by the time this all takes place. The third day had begun when the sun set on Saturday. The women didn't go to the tomb at that time simply because it was too dark for them to go. All the Gospels tell us that they go at first light. But see here, when the angel violently rolls the stone away, he doesn't do it so that Jesus can leave the tomb, but he does it so the women can look inside. Our Lord had already arisen sometime in the darkness of the night, which is the beginning of the third day. These soldiers did not know that Jesus had already arose. They did not know that they were guarding a sealed but empty tomb. Our Lord simply left the tomb after he rose, just as he entered and left locked rooms to visit the disciples. He is now fully glorified. He does not need to open the tomb. He can simply leave it and be where he wants to be. We see this, that he is very much unlike Lazarus. Lazarus needed to be unbound when he when Jesus raised him from the dead, and to have his hands and feet and the clothes, the grave clothes taken off. But our Lord left the tomb in such a way that the grave clothes that he was so lovingly wrapped in simply remained in the places where they would have been when he was lying down. Yes, the Lord Jesus, Son of God and Son of Man, with all power and authority, does not need the door of the tomb open for him, but we do. He is not here, said the angel, for he is risen, as he said. Come, see the place where the Lord lay. When those faithful women arrived, the angel opened the tomb so that they could see he is not here. He is risen. That word would give them hope. But how could they be sure if the tomb was closed? If they just saw someone, albeit a shining someone, wearing all white, saying to them, The Lord is risen. They would be glad, but the tomb was closed, the tomb was sealed. But when he says, come, see the place where the Lord lay, they can go inside and see he's not here because he is risen. Yes, Christ is risen just as he said. It did not happen in awe-inspiring glory, but it happened in the quiet of the night, just as his birth. The tomb was opened in a way so that the women may be strengthened in their faith, so that they might see and believe and have confidence to go and tell the others that Christ was risen, just as he said. And just as he arose, so too, brothers and sisters, he will raise you from the dead, for he has defeated sin, death, and the devil. In holy baptism, which we remembered tonight, God has washed away your sins and forgiven you in Christ. Through it you were buried with Christ, so that, just as Christ was raised from the dead to the glory of the Father, you too may walk in newness of life. But not only now in this life, but eternally. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. Our Lord descended to hell and burst down the doors of bronze, breaking the power of hell over us, for he has paid the price of our sin. Moreover, he has forgiven it. Believe this, that what Christ has done, that Christ has done all of this for you, and you shall receive all that he has done for your sake, and he will save you. Thanks be to God for this most blessed night for the resurrection of our Lord, for the promise of our resurrection and eternal life to all who believe in him. Amen. And now may the peace of God which surpasses all understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Thank you for joining us. May the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit bless and preserve you always. Amen.